We first heard of Porti coronavirus action when a Facebook group was set up and then seemed to disappear again. The reason is that the idea for such a support group came from a man called Roddy McNulty. However, he decided that he should focus his efforts on the larger Scottish volunteer campaign. And so two of those who'd already signed up, Fiona and Mark Cameron, picked up the banner and have worked on the process that's now in place. When I spoke to them via the online meeting site Zoom, the internet must have been pretty busy because the sound quality wasn't anywhere near what we would have expected. But bear with it, it's a really good initiative. I started by asking Fiona to explain what the project was all about. We're a group of local Portobello residents who wanted to respond to the emerging coronavirus crisis by offering a shopping service to people who live in Portobello who might need that support due to the restrictions that they're living under. So that might be people who are self-isolating, key workers who might be struggling to get what they need because of their hours and the fact that supermarkets are struggling to keep their shelves stocked just now, and also people who maybe are caring for other people. So if there are people in our community who aren't able to get their own shopping in at the moment, then we're a group of neighbours who just want to do what we can to help those people out. So that's the idea. Something that I do know is that a number of older folk whom I have come across, they live alone and actually don't have family. Presumably those, Fiona, are the kind of real target people because they don't have the kind of support that uh, a lot of other folk do have. Yeah, absolutely. What we've seen happen in, in Portobello, probably especially, because there is a really strong sense of community here. We've seen neighbours going out of their way to help neighbours of theirs who they know might be in that situation. So either they're self-isolating because they're in one of those at-risk categories, maybe they're older, and because they might not have family or friends round and about who can help them in that way. And that's brilliant. Where close neighbours in, in streets and so on are able to come together and help each other out. That's the best response I think to the current situation and certainly in, in our street we've seen that happening we've got a whatsapp group for our neighbours and people are really helping each other out in lots of different ways especially those older more vulnerable people and I think that will be happening all over but we were conscious as well that potentially there were some gaps so not every street will have that level of self-organisation and support so I guess that's where the group that we've set in maybe plugs a gap. So we're aiming to cover the Portobello area so people who don't have immediate neighbours to help them can, can call on us to provide that support. Can I ask Mark just how are you proposing to identify those who do need help because as Fiona is suggesting you know, there, there are gaps. How do you find the gaps? It's not always easy. The obvious I guess method is to go for various social media approaches but we're very aware that maybe some of the more elderly or vulnerable won't have access to those routes so I have placed an order for 2,000 leaflets to be printed and we're looking for some volunteers from the community to get out and help us deliver those so that leaflet we've been able to go together really quickly with the help of a, a very kind donation from Portobello Rotary Club, which came totally out of the blue and has allowed us to organise a you know quite a big print run. 
So I've posted on a couple of Facebook groups to try and drum up some volunteers. And already those are coming in for people who are volunteering to do the, the legwork around their own postcode. So essentially they are using their, if you like, their daily exercise to put leaflets through people's doors. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully they may know people on their own who are a bit more elderly or a bit in that kind of vulnerable category or in one of the other categories that Fiona talked about, you know, actually sticking a physical leaflet through might just be the, the thing that brings our to their attention and then we'll use the, the various social media routes as well through Porty People and the, the Porty Dads Facebook group as well as the Community Council email distribution list and Maureen Child's regular weekly update to try and drum up some awareness and then hopefully people who hear about us will speak with their friends and neighbours in the community and awareness of the group will, will spread. And in terms of actually contacting us, we've quickly put together a, a website, which we are finalising, and we'll be posting details on the social media local sites with details of that and the email and a phone number that people can use. Fiona, in terms of actually shopping for people, the supermarkets are putting restrictions on the amount of certain products that you can buy. Is there a danger that if you go in to buy for more than one person, you could end up falling foul of that? We're intending to support people in just getting the sort of essential supplies that we need. So we're not intending to do huge shops for people. In fact, we're suggesting a maximum limit of shopping to around the, the value of £30. That's just to keep it manageable for our volunteers. And also, we're not expecting anyone who volunteers to help us with shopping to put themselves at unnecessary additional risk either. So the concept is a minimal commitment for our volunteers. And really what we're asking is when they are going for their own shopping, that they would pick up an order from us to shop for somebody who needs that support. And they would do that alongside their own shopping. So we think we'll probably be able to do that within the restrictions, which seem to be reducing a little bit anyway. And and hoping perhaps supermarkets might be able to help us a little bit if we are able to explain that we are shopping on behalf of other people too. That makes sense. And I believe you have already done a delivery for somebody. So what sort of reaction did you get? Yeah, it was a delivery for an elderly couple who the call actually came in from Dunfermline, believe it or not, from their sister. And one of our volunteers, Vicky, agreed to pick it up as she was doing a, a shop for herself. She spoke to the, the gentleman on the telephone. He was delighted to hear from her. She organised the shopping, dropped it off at the door, staying within the recommended guidelines. So the, the two metres away, she had paid for the shopping. They reimbursed her and reported they had a, a great little conversation over the, over the telephone while they were arranging it. So I think Probably not only is there the, the element of, you know, helping out and getting the shopping, but also for some some people it might be sometimes the only kind of call that they've had that day or even that week. So I think just that social interaction can be a positive thing too. So yeah, it's been really good and Vicky reported that she's gonna do some further shopping for them into next week. So that's that's really positive. The good news is that many supermarkets are now easing restrictions on essential products. 
Aldi, Asda, Morrisons, Lidl and Waitrose have all relaxed their purchasing policies. And something that should also help those whom Porti Coronavirus Action are helping is Asda's decision to launch a volunteer shopping card, which gives anyone self-isolating a way to allow others to collect and pay for their weekly shop. How it works is like this. Self-isolating shoppers can buy a voucher online up to a value of £150. They will then be sent a barcode via email that can then be used to pay for the shopping by people like Fiki, Fiona and Mark. If you can help, links to this and Asda's card are listed on the introduction page where you found this episode.